0: Reverend Biodun Fatoimbo, affectionately called PB, is the founder and senior pastor of the Commonwealth of Zion Assembly, Coza Global, with a mandate of raising believers of spirituality and excellence in the marketplace. The church has grown into several thousands of members, with branches across Nigeria and other parts of the world. Rev. Biodun is not just a quintessential teacher and preacher of the word, he is also a passionate and consummate worshipper. His insatiable passion and love for souls led to the establishment of Koza TV, Koza App, and the eChurch which telecast his program and messages across the world, winning souls and expanding the kingdom of God. Through his messages, so many testimonies and unprecedented divine encounters have been received by his members and those who listen to his sermons all over the world. He is a man whose impeccable life and ministry has become a paragon and a epicenter of excellence and exponential growth. Evident in the multiple church services on four campuses of Koza Guzape, Koza Guarimpa, Koza Mararaba and Koza Lume, all in the city of Abuja. A phenomenal gift that is constantly raising the bar in ministry, he is highly revered and celebrated globally for his deep sense of honor and passion for the kingdom of God. Reverend Biodun is partnered in life and in ministry by his beautiful wife, Pastor Modili, a co-senior pastor of Koza Global, and they are blessed with four beautiful children. Ladies and gentlemen, Prophetic Destiny Summit 2021 With a standing ovation and a round of applause, let's receive God's choice servant, the founder and senior pastor of Koza Global, Reverend Biodun Fatoimbo, as he brings us the incorruptible living word of God. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, wow. What a wonderful God we serve. Could you please join those hands together properly for Jesus?
2: you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh thank you jesus oh thank you Sadabaya and Tadawaya. The three Cabra Daya Bazada.
1: Father tonight, we honor and adore you. The Bible says there is none holy as the Lord. That doesn't mean that people are not holy because you said I am holy, therefore be holy. But what holiness in that dimension means is that no one is in your class. Agiasmos, you stand and your class is different no one is on your level and we proclaim in this place, oh God we are transparent before you, there's no point pretending and we say with our whole lives that it's not like you the best of men at their best they are still men but we thank you Lord for your faithfulness, your loyalty your credibility thank you for all you've done since this conference started and we ascribe our greatness to you, our Rock. And we ask, oh God, that within the short time that we have tonight, that no one under the sound of my voice will remain the same. Amen. We pray for those who are watching through the internet, through the Kosa TV COSA app, all over the world, because your hands are not short to reach out to them. That no one, even those who will watch the rebroadcast, no one will remain the same. Amen. We give you the praise. We we'll celebrate you in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter number 41. I'm someone that feels pregnant and I want to deliver. I, this is the first time I'm going to travel from the airplane to any church. I don't listen to anybody because I, I'm very particular about how I present myself. But I, I feel that God... God really wants to do something unusual here, and so my heart is with you, and I just want to do what the Lord wants me to do tonight. Isaiah 41 and verse 14, I'm going to read two verses to us, and then we we'll start to exegete. Hallelujah. So I'm going to flip between Pastor Eric and Dr. Mensa Alterbill. I'm going to teach, I'm going to preach, and preach. Is that okay, somebody? I feel at home when I come to ICGC. Hallelujah. Fear not, you warm Jacob. You men of Israel, I will help you, says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Verse 15. Let's read together, everybody. Ready? Go. Behold. Should we wait for you? Ready? Go. Behold, I will make you into a new threshing sledge with a sharp teeth. Let's see what they're going to do. Look at verse 16. Verse 16. And you shall winnow them. And the whirlwind shall scatter them, and you shall rejoice in the Lord, and glory in the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. When I looked at the uh, intent in the heart of the man of God for putting this meeting together, destiny, prophetic destiny summit, prophetic destiny summit. God is God, not just because he's a creator. He's God because he can declare the end from the beginning. It can look at anything from the beginning and tell you how it's going to end. That we must know about the sovereignty of God. However, it made every single person with that in mind. It made us with specific intention. The word purpose is from the Greek word prothesis. That means a thesis was written ahead of time. So God, pro means ahead of time. Thesis means something was written. So every single person has a story written about them by God. However, I need to place a dichotomy very quickly that there's a different, there's a yawning gulf between destiny and purpose. Purpose is what God determined, what he thought about before he made you. How tall you are, how short you are, where you were born, are you a Ghanaian, are you an American, are you a Nigerian, are you from Australia? God had to bring two DNAs together to... to to become your kind of personality, how tall you are, your voice, your texture, your color, your boldness, your temperament. God made all those things with your purpose in, in mind. His intent His purpose. However, his purpose is leading to a destination that we call destiny. The thought that I think concerning you, the thought of good and, and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God had an expected end in mind when he was fashioning you. It didn't only just make you with a purpose in mind, He made you with time in mind. In other words, it didn't make us to come at the time of Samson. It didn't make us to come at the time of Jacob because it knew you need need technology to fulfill the kind of thing he wants you to do. So God saved the best for last. God made you on time and he also made you to come in time. So you are here on a purpose and for a purpose. You are here on time and in time. However, having said that, God does not have the capacity in his operation He chose to leave you, despite the fact that he made you for a purpose, he has released you to to involve yourself in in your discipline, in your your training, in your creativity to determine how you're going to end. So we are not of the other religion that believe that anywhere we end, oh, is what I chose, is what happened to me, or oh, is what God determined about me. No, we are different. I'm sure some of you have ourselves at home and you have your kids at home. As nice as you are, as Christian as you are, your, your house self do not have the privileges that your children have. No matter how much you want to pretend. There is, there is a portion that is left for your children and your children alone. So, we, the covenant we have with God is called diatheke in the Greek. It means it's a different relationship that we have both, both of us have parts to play. It's like people playing ping pong. One person can play it. God plays his part and you have to play your part back. But for the people of other religion, which I don't want to mention, they, are, they said they are slaves. And uh, slaves don't have a choice. But you as a child of God, you have a choice. So despite the fact that God has made it with a purpose, how you end does not depend on him 100%. He's there to help you. He's your standby. He's there to prop you up. He's there to support you. But how you end at the end of the day has a lot to do with the part you play. Who says hallelujah to that? So God determines our purpose, but in fulfilling destiny, we have a lot to play. So, it's not enough for you to have a perfected destiny ahead of you. It's not enough for God to have declared and told you something ahead of time. You have a part to play. Now, in Isaiah 41, very, very dangerous scripture. Uh, Please allow me to start to exegete from the 15th verse. It says, I will make you a a new threshing instrument with a sharp teeth. I wish I had time to describe to us what a threshing instrument is is not something that is there to play games it's something that beats things down changes the shape and even describes it and says to us that it's going to make even heels become like chaff now the question I want to ask is what kind of instrument is this that God is describing it's a sledge it's something that recognizes no barrier it's something that it doesn't matter where you place it when he hits that thing the thing bows to its condition he doesn't bow to any other condition now, I'm excited about that until I start to, disc- to, 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 to investigate who exactly is God talking about. If God says, I want to make you a new treasure instrument, I'm not even talking about what had existed before. I'm talking about things that the number of your challenges will be the number of your victories. I'm talking about situations that no matter what comes at you, you can overcome whatever comes at you. It doesn't matter what came, you can torpedo it. And now, we need to investigate. Who was God talking about? In verse 14, this will shock you. It said, fear not, you warm, Jacob. Ah. God said to describe you, Jacob. Fear not. I understand your weaknesses. I know what you're dealing with. So don't think I don't know what you're dealing with. The best description I could place or use to represent you or a similitude of who you are in the spirit is that you are a worm. Warm? warm? spineless worm, one that a, a child can just tear into two a worm doesn't even have a teeth to bite and now i'm going to, god wants to make me a brand new instrument a sledge with a sharp teeth and i'm not just going to penetrate tomatoes i'm not going to penetrate carrots it's not just uh, 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 the soil i want to penetrate i'm going to beat down mountains I'm going to make hills be like chaff. I need to pay attention to this. What is God trying to make me know? Now, in case you're seated here, and you have come to a prophetic destiny summit like this, and when they are talking, you're thinking, uh, all these pastors, the pastor in this uh, area, they don't understand what some of us go through. <laughs> pastor, pastor Eric uh, is, a, is a, an American pastor. Uh, even the way he dresses you can tell that is not for so some- he didn't even know that someone like me is coming so he, 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 he did not think about the theme of the program with me in mind let me just attend and go away no god says the prophetic word will scare you it will be unbelievable he said who shall believe our reports or to whom the arm of the lord is revealed he said who shall believe it and he says to tell you he says fear not this fear they're talking about is not trepidation. This fear they're talking about is not, is not like you saw a rattlesnake. This fear is fear of the unknown that comes to cripple you. Fear that reminds you of the time past, times you try to, you try to do it, times you try to, to, you, you try to contest an election, or you try to, 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 to obtain a degree, or you try to travel and you, you found yourself flat on the floor. Fear that comes to challenge your confidence to, to its foundation. Maybe you've tried a marriage before and it failed. Maybe people have messed you up. I don't know what it is, the mistake you made in time past. Have you been to prison before? And say, you, you, you say to yourself, Pastor, Bioden, Pastor Eric, I just want to serve the Lord. Just sit at the back. Please don't get me excited. I have a weakness. When my, hopes, when my hope rises and I, I, I get disappointed, it takes a long time for me to pick up myself again. It got me a long time to find myself here. Don't raise my hope. You are the one God sent us to. You are the very person God sent us to. Listen to me. When Jairus' when, when daughter died, uh, pe- when Jesus Christ raised her from the dead, people said, you know, that little girl was pretending. So Jesus kept quiet and looked for someone that they could not doubt. And he waited for Lazarus to be dead, dead, and deadest. He waited for him to be rotten. And it came. Even the family friends said, by now it must be stinking. God loves such testimonies because this particular one, no one will share the glory out of it. You see, if you were, if you were a medical doctor and you became a doctor, if you medi- go to a medical school and I said, don't hear the Lord, you'll be a consultant. What else will you be? I mean, if you continue on that path, what else will you be? If you are uh, in the law school and I say, don't fear the Lord, you will be a senior advocate of Ghana. what else will you be if you continue on that path? But if I went to uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you're from that place, but I go to Pram Pram, I go to a, a particular place where the, the students are even struggling to even get anything done, and I said, "Don't see the Lord, you will be the president of Ghana. It will take God to make that happen. God says, I'm rolling my sleeves. He says, your case is good enough to prove that I'm alive. Your case is good enough for somebody who has doubted God. Those who read the Bible, those who read about Peter, they read about Samson, they read about Jacob, but they thought it's because they lived in a different dispensation. He says, your case now, for those who have read the Bible and they didn't understand it, your case will explain the Bible to them properly. Ah, if I be a man of God in the name of the Lord Jesus this summit you thought you came to just to attend is the season of a shift in your destiny if you believe it let your amen show it if you believe it let your amen show it glory be to God a warm beating down mountains making it be like chaff ah God since you can do it then I need to ask you what am I supposed to do? He said I will make you. Listen guys, before you exempt yourself from this prophetic word God said I will make you a new tra-. That's to tell you the person was not even near becoming that. They will say in Nigeria where I came from how Saturday will be you will know from Friday. But the Bible says weep him tarry from morning on Friday. And gets to 12 midnight. And even you, you you, you threw in the towel." well. I said, it's over. And in the morning, boom, joy comes. God is a God that springs surprises. We have people here that are called perezes in the spirit. That even the midwives have seen the first one that brought out the hand. And the tired and said, this is the firstborn. And from the back, God is bringing you forward. I said, let me hear your amen if you believe in somebody. Amen. From the back, God is bringing you forward. Amen. I went to a place not too long ago. I don't know the kind of eateries you have here. But we have a certain eatery in Nigeria that is a, a kind of franchise. It will take millions to have one. Millions. So I went to a certain place. And a man just walked up to me. I said, Pastor Beaudel, I've been attending your church I've been looking for you for X amount of months. I said, what's going on? He said, please, I know I have a short time to talk to you. Would you please come and dedicate five eateries that I have? I said, eh, how did that happen? He said, the first time I came to your church, I came on a bike, transport, and I borrowed the money to come. And you began to teach on favor, began to declare words over me. He said, I met a Muslim who took one look at me. I said, I want to help you and long story short today I have five to dedicate at once you see when God delays your testimony it is because it is the latest I prophesy to you after these days in the name of Jesus I join my faith with Pastor Eric and the men of God that are here after these five days in the name of Jesus people will gather together to say congratulations to you can I receive a loud amen somebody If you believe it, let your amen show it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. I'm changing status. I can't hear you. ICGC. Say in the name of Jesus. I'm changing status. In the name of Jesus. Look at that. um, look at that scripture, chapter 41 and verse 15. Look at it in the message translation. I want to show you something in the message translation. It says, I'm transforming you from a worm to harrow, from insect to iron. How can you explain? Please, I know we're intelligent in Ghana. How can you explain how an insect, I mean from, from lava to to to, to, to 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 maggot and then... become a butterfly. It's amazing that what was crawling starts to fly. It's okay. But from insect to iron, which fabric did they change it with? Once somebody around you say, I don't look like where, where I'm going. I don't look like it. Say, be careful how you treat me because I don't look like where I'm headed for. If I'm talking about you, shout hallelujah. Now, Genesis 25 and verse 21. Glory be to God. Don't forget everything I've said from the beginning. Purpose, you don't determine it. God determines it for you. But destiny, how you end, how you finish, has a lot to do with us. Now, in Genesis 25 and verse 21, the Bible says, now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord... Granted his plea. And Rebekah his wife, conceived. Next verse. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Verse 23. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. And one shall be stronger than the other. And the older shall serve the younger. Verse, verse 25. So when our days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb. Now, this is the foundation because the person they were talking about is Jacob. That God says, fear not, Jacob. You are a womb right now, but I'm going to change your status. I'm going to turn your life around. Now, what's the foundation of this guy? From the time he was in his womb, you know, uh, uh, the mom did not give birth, first of all. And the Bible says the pastor of the house the pastor of the house, the wife had prayed, but nothing happened. But when the man entreated the Lord for her, the Lord heard him, and she, she became pregnant. And when she started feeling sick and feeling trouble, these days there were no MRI, there was no scan, so nobody could tell what you carried at the beginning. And instead of God coming to her to say, you know what, Rebecca, you have babies in your womb. God calls the things that be not as though they were. He spoke the end from the beginning. He said you are carrying two nations. That is how God speaks. Tap your neighbor say I'm in a prophetic meeting. I'm a prophetic meeting. Say I'm leaving this place pregnant. I'm say I'm leaving this place pregnant. <laughs> say place pregnant. <laughs> so you have two nations within you. Two nations. But it says one will be stronger than the other. And the younger one will rule the older one. They've not made their first mistake. Not impressed God with anything. From the womb, in fact, the book of Romans made a reference to a quotation by saying that God is dangerous in his choices. And that he said, "He saw I hate. And he said, Jacob, I have loved. But despite the prophetic word over Jacob, he still had to contend with a lot of things. This is where Christians become confused. People walk up to you, they call your name. You are busy minding your business. You are just having the same dream over and over and over. God speaking to you, showing you clear things. You know, burdens are different from callings. Burdens come and go. Callings, even when you abandon it, it comes to tap you. Oh God, gar- I did call you for this thing. One day, I was pastoring in the suburb of Nigeria about 18 years ago or 19 years ago, about 20 years ago, beg your pardon. And I was walking on the street. I didn't have anything. And God said to me, he was showing me the vision. Some of the things we are doing now, showing me TV ministry, showing me big auditoriums. I, I didn't know when I said it, I said, God, why don't you leave me alone? Why don't you leave? I can barely even pay for electricity bill for our church. You are showing me I was walking on the street. I was talking to myself. And God, I'm telling you the truth. He laughed and he said to me, he said, what you lack most is what you will have most. God is a God. I'm telling you and I want to warn you, don't look at your condition to judge a prophetic word. God will do nothing without speaking it ahead and it needs you to receive it. And one of the things I want to succeed in teaching you by the time I leave this place is how to receive prophetic words. Ghanaians can pray. Ghanaians understand the seen prophetic dimension. They can see things. But you also need to also learn how to receive spoken prophecies. We are a people of prophecy. There is no way you could have gotten to this place without understanding that speaking dimension. How was Mary pregnant? Mary was a virgin.
0: A type
1: should not be found with a child. But the angel came and said, You shall be found with a child. And she she said, Behold the hand meaning of the Lord. She said, Let it be unto me according to that. That's the meaning of Amen. Amen means let it be unto me according to that word. I'm a virgin. I shouldn't be found with a child, but I just believe that what was said to me will come to pass in my life. And when you roar, Amen, like thunder, Mary did not have Jesus the next day. But a process started that what should never become a portion jumped on her. And she was yet a virgin. I prophesy to you. And let your Amen show it. After this service, there will be a turnaround in your life. I say after this service, there will be a turnaround in your life. If you believe you, roar amen like thunder. Please, without prejudice, one of the strongest gifts in my life is that I'm a speaking prophet. I say it on Sunday, by Tuesday, everywhere is jammed with testimonies. Nobody can doubt it one day my son called me and said daddy how did you know that will happen i said i don't know i don't know god just honors me Come on. and the same thing will happen here i went to preach in the church pastor eric because my wife and i waited for a while before we got a child i shared a testimony and we finished preaching i was going to catch my flight a woman broke through the protocols held my leg i said mother god i am Barry. i said you are not Barry." They I said, I said, receive your child in the name of Jesus. I walked away. Forgot about it. Did not pray any prayer in the car to say Lord. No, no, I just forgot about it. I came back to preaching that church. That's the way that woman broke through again. I said, see the child. See the child. I was so humbled. I was so humbled. It was after I saw the child. The next time I went there, I got to the hotel. I cried. I said, "Go, what did I do? What did I do? What on earth did I do? We just opened a branch some three weeks ago when I entered the hall people of God my heart skipped I was like the people that came to find this hall who do they think I am I mean the largest church in Abuja is just 15 minutes drive from the place that place is even outskirts. but the Lord said we should go there to have a church you know what I said God said if you make a wrong statement you will put a ceiling upon your life i called everybody i said ah i even thought this place was bigger the place can take 3500 a new church i said i thought this place was bigger Ah, i said it's a small place we will jam this place in one we will jam this place first service we had four thousand people outside four thousand people outside i prophesy to you in the name of the lord jesus that which look like it's going to take you months in the name of Jesus before this prophetic summit is over, God will encourage you I said God will encourage you, the angels are signed to this house I command them by friendship, by covenant I command them to go after you in the name of Jesus let them make the crooked straight for you let them exalt the valley for you let them make things happen for you if you believe it, they're threefold. Amen. Two, three. Please be seated. Hallelujah. 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 Something's going to shift in your life. Something's going to shift in your life. In the name of Jesus. The fact that a prophetic word went ahead of you doesn't mean that it's automatic. Please. Please, let us understand this. Before the children were even fully formed, they said, two nations are on your inside. The younger one will rule over the older one. But you know what happened? (laughs) In reality, Esau grew up and became a vagabond. Esau grew up and became a hunter. So he would go out and hunt. He became wild on that on that, you know, hunting spray, he, 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 he met bad friends, he, he embraced bad character, and several things began to happen. And Jacob thought, okay, maybe because, maybe his mom must have told him that he's going to rule over. He, he thought manipulation and, and, and doing subtle things will, will make him rule. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, please, what's your name, sir? What's your name, man? <laughs> please, do what I, Say Say, mention them, say, pastor manipulation cannot make this thing happen though. No. This word over your life, this grace over your life, is not ma- manipulation cannot make it happen. It will not last. It will not last. When I drove into this place, a thousand times better than when I left it. This is God. No human being can sustain something and make it become better and better and better. It's only the part of the just that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? And there was a little problem in their house. Don't worry, you're not going to be bored. The rest will be stories. I just want to show you some things tonight. Is anybody getting blessed already? Yes. There was a little problem in their house. Somehow, only God knows what happened. Daddy and mommy became divided. Sometimes storms come with breakthrough. Husband and wife were doing well until the man got a better job. They transferred him to Upper Volta region. It would be coming weekend, go to work. Before we know what was happening, storm entered, impregnated another woman. Out of breakthrough. Sometimes you see husband and wife, they they are doing well, they love God, they don't miss their prayer time until a child came. These children came that were supposed to be blessing. Sometimes storms Don't come like trouble. Sometimes they are wrapped in some testimonies. And they fell into trouble. Isaac had a crazy covenant upon his life. The covenant was that through him, the whole world will be saved. He should have protected that. Even if they said the younger brother will rule over the older brother, he should have been very careful, sweetheart, let's kneel down. That sibling rivalry will not be here. You know what happened? Only God knows what really happened. That the mom pulled Jacob and the, the father pulled Esau and said, So what? You know what happened, Pastor Eric? Esau, being a hunter, will come home with a, with a lap of a rabbit, roasted. He will bypass his mom and say, Dada, this is yours. The mantle was taken over by appetite. <laughs> I say, Eso, Esau, Esau, you're the real man. See, see your hairy body. You're the man, not the foolish guy who sits with his mom. Nye, 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 like a lady. <laughs> and so the mom, too, will tiptoe to hear what they are saying. I'm going to tell Jacob, a house that was a custodian of a, of a phenomenal generational grace. The whole world will be blessed through them. They didn't carry it with jealousy. Jacob also that was beginning to sense that by doctrine of election something was upon him was not careful enough to handle things the way he's supposed to handle it. While this guy became a vagabond the Bible says he didn't only hunt for he didn't only hunt for animals he began to hunt for girls. Married two girls that became a problem for his parents. Esau. Became useless. If you watch it, there's something about the firstborn in that family. All the firstborn. Look at Reuben. All of them, problem, 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 problem. Anybody here dealing with bloodline issues. By the power in the name of Jesus. By your choices after this summit. There will be a shift in your destiny. If you believe it, let your aim and show it. Please be seated. <laughs> and... You remember the story. How that, you know, Jacob took the blessing. Of course, being a member of ICGC, you already know that Esau was a cheat. Dr. Menza Altabue's book broke that in pieces. I don't need to waste time on that. He took the porridge and still wanted the blessing. Praise God somebody. But you see, there is cunningness in that family that I can't waste time explaining right now. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. There are people that should have crafted you. That should have helped to shape in you. But because of selfish thing, temporary selfish thing they want to get from you, they abandon what they're supposed to do in your life you that mother listening to me. Or maybe you are the victim in this room. We have a lot of that on this continent. When a mother tells the daughter, so what did you bring? And she knew she doesn't work. So where is she supposed to get what to bring? And the girl will say to herself, I don't sell yam, I don't sell chicken. Mm, There's something mommy wants me to sell. Say so what your mates do. useless girl. You don't know more than eating. A lady wept before me some years ago and said, Pastor Buren, I didn't just turn like this. My mom is as if I pay for my house rent. I pay for hotel bills. I must bring something home. See, that's the foundation I had. Same with some men. They will tell their sons. "Uh So, is is it nine-to-five job your mates are doing? See, 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 see that. I I don't know if you've heard about this joke before. A father took his son for graduation ceremony in a school, (laughs) and when the parents were, uh, when the lecturers were declaring, maths one o one, Mensa, Tedekwashi, they say, ha. The father will say. Those are children hmm. those are children the major said, coffee this one say hey the father would say see children when they were going home other people were going in suvs with their with their children the man and the children were walking going to the bus stop the boy saw the big car and said, eh. those are fathers <laughs> don't let anybody put you under pressure I'm you off of your destiny. Are you, are, you, are you listening to me, somebody? There are lots of people that have bounced off. You remember how that Rebecca arranged everything? How that Isaac was deceived? There's a saying where I'm from, very funny saying, and there is no Yoruba boy of my age that the father wouldn't have told that. They pull your hair when you're going to school. And they tell you, a house built by saliva, it is morning dew that was cut it. Morning dew, not rain. Dew. A house built by saliva. You, you spat on the floor. Use it to build a house. It will not last. So anything you're trying to gather, try to do, some people think, even pastors, they think, if, you don't, if I don't pull the other pastor down, I cannot rise. I have never tried to pull anybody down in my life. I say this with all confidence in Jesus. Nobody has ever had anything that I was jealous of. Yeah. And most of my friends built churches before me. God thinks faster than me. I'll be happy for them. I can never forget. I went to a friend's, I went to a city to, to preach. Then I went, I went to a friend's a friend's house who just built his house. That my friend has suffered so much in ministry that he had a house. I was so happy. I knelt down in the master's bedroom. I wept. My tears became like a pool of water on the floor. Ah, the guy said, why are you so happy for me? Ah, you have love. I said, I'm just so happy for you. I said, by the way, God just blessed us. Listen, the house God just blessed us with, Pastor Eric has been there. The house I was thanking God for is like the BQ. But I didn't tell him so that I won't spoil his joy but I was just very happy for him. But some people think until you talk down someone else, I have never seen anywhere that they sell uh, building materials. They say, uh, we knocked off a house down the street so that in case you can buy brand new blocks, we sell blocks that we remove from those houses. Any house you use such blocks to build will not stand. We not stand. And if you are the type that faces your work and you are doing what you ought to do and people hate you because you are focused, if they attack you no matter how many of them, it will only raise you up. The Bible says the flood, the flood came and, and covered the entire place. You know what happened to the flood? The flood could overwhelm the Ark of Noah because the Ark of Noah was built on instruction. It only lifted up the Ark of Noah. When the flood started, the ark was on the floor. When the flood stopped, the ark was on Mount Ararat. I prophesied to somebody here, no matter the flood, if you are built according to pattern, it will only lift you up. If you believe it, let your amen show it. Let me quickly round up because of time. What will you do with fort certificates? Certificate. They've said it. My grandmother said they saw me. I am a minister in Ghana. I am I'm a minister of the, of the Republic of Ghana. I am on top. They saw that I'm a professor. They, what will you do with first certificate? What will you do with fake declaration of age? Any house built by saliva, even the money you do will crash it down. How long will you live a lie? How long? By Genesis 28... And verse 10, which is even my concern tonight. You know the story how that Jacob ran away. You know, I'm trying to trace to you um, Isaiah 45, 41 verse 15. That God was saying, don't be afraid, Jacob. I'm going to make you a new instrument. So he ran away from his father's house. When he ran away, God began to talk to him. If you look at Genesis 20 from verse 10. Let me read from verse 10 to you. Glory be to God. 28, 28, 28, 28, Genesis 2 8 and verse 10. Praise God. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. Next verse. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. Let me move close to you a little bit. The natural light this guy was using to see as he was running away. As he was running towards his destiny. God made the light to set. There's somebody in this place. It's a prophetic teaching. It's a prophetic meeting. You you look like you're progressing. Or you look like you were doing well. But suddenly the light set. A boyfriend of so many years. Suddenly said I'm not doing anymore. But think about it. That guy is the reason why you've not served the Lord. The way you were supposed to serve the Lord. God had to make it set. So you can wake up. You have this job that didn't let you pray anymore. That natural thing you rested on and depended upon. Bible says Egypt is a reed with thorn. It's going to prick you. God made it to set. Because at that uh, light not set, Jacob will not even discover what he's about to discover now. The Bible says the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Isaiah was already prophesying, but not on this level. Until his security was taken out. Come on, talk to me. Until the things he depended on was taken out. Listen to me. God is going to shift things around. God is going to move things around. To make you wake up and understand what you carry. There's a way I used to think that I don't think anymore. There's the way I used to process that I don't process anymore. Because I've been through some things in my life. That had not the Lord been on my side. I won't be holding the microphone today. Are you all still here, somebody? If you're at the time, hey, 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 friends, friends, hey, hey, you're popular. God may look at you and say, you know what? This boy he won't be able to get to where he's supposed to get to, going this way. There's a shotgun, there's a double barrel, there's a pump action that uses the same bullet. Different impact. The impact with which it comes out affects the impact on the victim. We may have the same bullet. God says you are shooting weakly. I want you to shoot with a pump action. God says I want you to penetrate. I want you to strike your generation. And you can't strike it the way you are, the way you are doing. You are resting on humans too much. I'm going to take out your security. The Bible says the sun was set. Bring up that scripture. Let me show you. And the Bible says he took one of the stones in that place. And put his head on it. He laid there to sleep. Now, this place was called Luz, L-U-Z. before. Before then, his grandfather that had a covenant with God entered a bush, and he just met God there, and he decided, that's why I tell you the truth, don't joke with altars don't joke with altars, you may not see the result in your time, but somebody a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children, somebody in your bloodline is going to still go how did he walk in the bush and walked 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 and he did not know where? I've never seen where somebody wants to use something as a pillow and is using a stone pillow should be soft, I wish he gathered grass together because Abraham had used those stones as altar before in a place called Luz He put his head on that place and heaven opened. If you've not been paying attention to me, you need to pay attention now. You need to pay attention now. Now, look at what the scripture says. The Bible says, then he dreamed. If you forget anything, don't forget that. And behold, a ladder was... You know what I used to think all my life? I used to think, uh, he, he laid his head there and suddenly heaven opened. And he saw angels ascending and descending. No. When he dreamed, God came to his level. The ladder did not come from heaven. The ladder started ways I did not know. The ladder started from the earth. Because the ladder wasn't just for angels to be ascending and descending. It was an invitation for this man. It was an invitation for him to come higher. To come and see something different. It was an invitation to to peep in into what the Lord wanted to use him for. The prophecy over his grandfather that was not fulfilled in his father because I'm going to show you a scripture now that God said to him, it is you we want to use. You are the one. There was a prophetic destiny about this guy from his womb. Somebody here, I tell you the truth. There's something about you that you're not paying attention to. And I'll tell you about myself a little bit. I was four years old who were living in a city full of Muslims and they were trying to build a mosque to replicate Mecca. And I believe strongly that they don't have the kind of covenant we have. So they were using kids for voodoo for money. (laughs) I'm telling you the truth. Guess what? They picked me at age four and put me on my, put me on his neck. I was taking me to a certain place. A guy, who is of another tribe, because people just like me in the neighborhood, he said, that is Biyodu," And he called my name, and I looked back. Normally, when they pick you, you become numb. I looked back, and the boy chased after him. He dropped me, and ran away. Not one prayer was said for me, nothing. Normally, a child like that should not even remain the same, should not even be able to function. Are you following what I'm trying to say to you? That's to tell you if you trace, if not that they told me that story, how would I have known? There are things about your destiny that probably you've not even been patient enough for someone to tell you. Listen to me. If you've had a lot of attacks in your life and all of that, it's because there's something before this boy made any mistake, before he had any issue in his life, God put a finger on him. I said, this one will rule. They may call you uh, black sheep of your family. I don't know what they've called you. I make bold to tell you that arm robbers, pirates, don't go to empty ship. They send investigation and see what you carry, first of all. You may be here and you look like maybe you're nothing. You look like something. You're embracing drug addiction and you're embracing sexual perversion. I don't know what it is that you're embracing. I don't know whether you have one leg in church and you have one other place you go to. I'm here to let you know that Satan is interested in you because of what you carry. And even this few days, you can come back to Jesus and say, Jesus, you know what? If you say you can turn an insect into iron, I think I want to try you. Not putting one leg. If you don't love God, you will not be here. But one leg in one boat, one leg in another boat will lead you nowhere. But if you are the type that make up your mind today and say, you know something? Today is today my life. And I want a switch in destiny. Then God has determined your purpose. Now you are determining your destiny. God set up a ladder in front of him. And you know what Jacob did? He looked at the ladder. And he saw angels ascending and descending. He did all the discussions with Jesus. Because that was Jesus in his Theophanic manifestation. He did all of that. You know what he did? You will not believe if you read it. Read it. Let's read it. Next verse, verse 13. I'm going to read to 19 if I have time. And behold, there stood above it. And He says, I am the, the Lord God of Abraham, your father. The God of Isaac. The land which you lie. I will give it to you and your descendants. Watch this. Please follow this narrative. Also, your descendants shall be so plentiful like the dust of the earth. Clean your house. Shut the door. Clean everywhere. Shut all the windows. Travel for three weeks. When you come back, touch where you clean. dust will appear. God is saying, I, you, they will not be able to wipe you guys out. Never. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north, to the south. And in you, in you, in you, you, you and your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed, watch this oh! behold I will be with you this scripture is something everybody should use to pray every day, I will be with you and keep you wherever you go I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you Jacob woke up from the
2: sleep and said
1: ah, surely God was here and I did not know, I feel like giving him a slap and he was afraid and said, hmm, how awesome is this place? Watch this. This is no other place but the house of God and the gate of heaven. Verse 18. Jacob rose early in the morning and he took a stone that he put on his head and set it as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. And look at what he said, everybody. And he called the name of that place Beth-El. Beth means house. El means El Shaddai. Or El is, the, is, the, is the short form for Elohim. It means the house of God, Bethel. But the name of that city was previously called Luz. So he named the place Bethel. But look at 20, everybody. Then Jacob made a vow. Please, everybody, listen if you've not been paying attention. If somebody that the God of Abraham appeared to and said, it is in you, your, your family will be so blessed. I, God was talking about the universe. See where this, what this guy was talking about. If you will be with me and keep me in the way that I'm going. And give me bread to eat. <laughs> it was the one Jesus was referring to when he said, "Don't bother what you're going to eat, what you're going to put on." He said, "Seek first the key." It was the one Jesus Christ was referring to. is, don't be like, don't be like Jacob. Give me bread to eat and put clothes on. Put clothes to put on. Some people, because of clothes, they've lost their destiny. I was talking with my friend. It was a gangster, like I was a gangster before I gave my life to Christ. And both of us gave our lives to Christ. We should pray six hours every day. And I said to him, We didn't have, we went to pray somewhere. We didn't want transport fare to walk to get home. I said, man, by the time the Lord lifts us up, mm. I said, let me tell you something. Money will be under my feet.
2: Mm.
1: I said, it won't be on my head. I will match, I will use money. Mm. Both of us, I said, don't forget though. He said, you two, don't forget though. Because God showed us in a place of prayer that we'll both be successful. I said, don't forget. Don't let money drive you. So it will be under my feet. Under my feet. And to the glory of God, that's the way it is for me now. To the glory of God. Look at that. So that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then you shall be my God. I won't serve you now. I'm giving you condition. Are you all still here? God said, Yeah. Right. You know what the man did? He never climbed that ladder to even see what God wanted to show him. He woke up, started walking in the bush. You know what this guy did? Read the next verse, everybody. The next verse. In fact, when you have time at home, read it. Now go to chapter 29 and verse 1. Chapter 29 and verse 1. So Jacob went on his way and came to No prayer was said. Nothing like he nailed down to say, Father, thank you. Lead me on my journey. No fasting. No consecration. No nothing. He just moved for God like he had no encounter. It was a prophetic encounter. A word over his destiny. He moved like nothing happened to him. Sir, I think it was verse 11. He lifted up his eyes. He, He got to a place, the land of the people of the east. I think it was verse 11 show it to me verse 11. verse 11 he just looked up and saw a (laughs) girl after that encounter moved near her kissed her and started a relationship in fact in verse 15 when he got to the house of laban laban was asking him you're my family so what should i be paying you for working for me in verse 15. He so, said, so what should I? By verse 19, he said, no, 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 no. no. I will work for you for seven years for later. He was the one that started it. There is no way in his lineage where anybody worked for even three days to find a wife. When they got a wife for, for his own mother and for his own father, did you see this? how they got? Now, he was the one that opened up his mouth. To say, I will work for you for seven years and, 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 and started doing that. But guys, I, I, I don't know whether you believe that this is a prophetic summit and we can teach a prophetic message. I believe and you can ask Dr. Mensah, Ut- Ut- Bill. I know the way he thinks. I believe that Rachel may not be the wife for Jacob. When a, a, when a man has the hand of the Lord upon his life, when you begin to sense that you are a carrier of a prophetic word, you begin to protect yourself like no man's business. You are now an investment of heaven. You can't just go and date just anybody. You can't just go and just see somebody smiling at you. (laughs) No. Because when God called you, if I had not seen or hear heard, now has entered the heart of man, what God has prepared for you. What makes you think God will not prepare you for what he prepared for you? And part of the major preparation is who you go with on that path. Imagine that I did not marry my wife. By now, I would have become puff puff. <laughs> they would have fried me. Are you following what I'm trying to say to you? Are you, are you following what I'm trying to say to you? Are you sure you are following what I'm trying to say to you? Every destiny carrier must carry themselves. Understand, even if you have been married before you discover the kind of destiny you carry, you must wage war in prayer and be very careful who you carry along. You see, if I want to go to a swimming pool, there's somebody I will take along. If I want to go and fight, there's somebody I will take Who I take along depends on where I'm going. Somebody asked me, at what age should a man be engaged as a Christian? When he discovers where he's going to. When he discovers, because you can't say you want to take someone along to a place you don't even know that you are going. Am I talking? Praise God. Praise God. Tap your neighbor say, it's not everybody that smiles at you. That you just go with. I believe strongly that God planned Leah for him. I believe strongly. Don't marry suit. Don't marry car. Don't marry accent. Say so I, I, love, I love the way he speaks English. And I'm not saying people should not work on their addiction. But what I'm trying to say is don't let those things be the basis. English is just a language. It doesn't mean it's intelligent. It's just a language. If it was his first language, he would speak it well. Amen, somebody. Am I stepping on toes? Don't marry car. Don't marry job. Somebody many years ago in my church said, oh, I'm going to marry him. He has a good job in such a place. They got married. After they went for honeymoon, he lost the job. So after a year, the, the marriage became nothing because it was actually the job she married, not him. Praise God. Now, one of the reasons I, I believe that God planned Leah for him, number one, the only child that actually perpetuated that name, that lineage, was Judah. Given birth to by Leah. Am I talking? If you go to Israel now and you are, you are visiting the sepulcher of these guys, if you see the sepulcher of Abraham, you'll see Sarah beside, her, beside him. you see the sepulcher of Isaac, you'll see Rebecca, beside, beside Isaac. You see the sepulchre of Jacob, you will not see Rachel there. You will see Leah, beside. Because of divine order. Praise God. Number three, I, I, I just believe that Rachel was not the plan. Rachel was his plan. And once you have destiny at work, and you're a carrier of such things, you must begin to, to tread softly in those areas. I'm prophesying. Yes. Praise God. And you remember the funny thing that happened? <laughs> there was this corny thing in their family. So after he walked for seven years, you know the story? I'm, I'm trying to round off to a conclusion, but just follow me. Are you getting something? Yes. So this, this guy was not somebody that visited the house. He was living their house. Playing with Rachel every evening. And then when they brought Leah, he pretended. Let me tell you what happened to Jacob. Jacob was like, ah! I will show Laban. What I would do is to lay with this woman this night. Once I lay with her, they won't want to collect her again and then I'll collect my wife tomorrow morning. How could he claim that he did not even know the body of the of Rachel? Am I talking? Yeah. But you see, when power, jam power. Lower power will bow. <laughs> when, when, when Jacob jammed Laban and said, you met me in this business. <laughs> so he called, say, 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 uh, so in the morning, after sleeping with the girl, and in the Orient, your husband must disgorge you. Even till now in Dubai is like that. If you sleep with a woman you don't want to marry, is is more than killing somebody to them. So now that you have touched her, she shouted, "Ah, ah! It's not this. Is not rich I said, eh? Ah! You didn't know. So you spent seven years with us. You don't know that in our culture, the, the younger sister do not marry before the what? I amen." Take your wife and go home. Say, <laughs> so, but I still want Rachel. So you want Rachel? Are you willing to work for another seven years? Say, so, okay, let's walk. The Bible says he walked for those seven years like it was seven weeks. Mm. Wanting that thing by force. Be careful about what you are wanting by force. I don't want to waste your time tonight. You know the story. How that God vindicates him because grace was upon him blessing was upon him i don't know if you remember when the anointing came upon him and esau came back the bible says esau wept and said oh he has cheated me said daddy you know we are close i'm sure you must have held one blessing back for me he said i didn't know you were the one you were not the one he said i've made him your master i've made him your i can't reverse it the thing left me you remember the woman with the issue of blood The Bible says when she touched Jesus, Jesus said, virtue left me. It is not visible. It's invisible, but it is tangible. An issue of 12 years dried up instantly. Nobody, no shaking, no razzle, no dazzle, no razzmatazz, but an issue of 12 years dried up instantly. The father said, Esau, don't let me deceive you. It left me. It's not just prayer. That's why I don't want you to think I'm just praying. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2, As he spoke to me, the spirit entered into me. I'm not just praying, I am imparting. That's why your pastor will not just bring someone because the person is popular, he brought someone that he feels has a kindred spirit. Because as I'm speaking, something is coming upon you. If you believe in, let your amen show it. God settled them because grace was upon him you know what happened when they were leaving it carried Rachel and the children they were going Laban pursued them he's thinking why is this man pursuing us why why is he pursuing us I'm getting somewhere I'm getting somewhere why is he pursuing us and he said somebody took my gods uh-uh. Jacob said I'm a man of God <laughs> what will I do with your God I have a higher God. And he placed a curse and said, whoever takes it should die. Who wants, what, do, what are we going to do with your God? And that lady was a con girl. She sat on the thing and said, Daddy, I don't think you would like to check this because I've been doing my menstruation. And she's, not just a, she's not just a God girl. She did not know the God of Jacob. She's been relating with those gods. I would not even be able to do without those gods. And of course, they searched and found out that the God was with her. You know the story? She died when she was giving birth to to Benjamin. She died. What it worked for 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 14 years. She barely had enjoyed barely had enjoyed the girl when the girl died. Let me shock you one of the things that the enemy used the circumstance to do. The Bible says when God saw that Leah was hated because Rachel became a a pain in the neck of Jacob. It's just like Ishmael. Ishmael will smell. Ishmael will always smell. The synthetic will always become the enemy of the authentic. Ishmael was doing well until Isaac showed up. I can never forget the story of a lady who will go from school to go after men. And there's this particular man who remembered what he did to her. So now she's changed. She's become a very good person. And she's trusting the Lord for a husband. Meets this guy that came from America and they jailed together. And they loved each other. The day they were about to do their wedding, turns out that this guy is the older brother. Uh, is the younger brother of the man. And the man said, listen, I'm not judging you but you can't marry my younger brother the things I've done to you (laughs) it's it's not possible the thing she did that was synthetic did not taunt her until the authentic came that's why once you have the destiny a prophetic destiny upon your life, you must guard it because Satan he knows that what God says will come to pass, but he knows you need to play a role to make it come to pass, am I talking?
2: Yes. Sir.
1: And you know, Rachel said, "Okay, since God hates me, and has opened your womb, um, uh, Leah, um, Jacob," said "Sweetie," said "You know, you said I'm the one you love. I have a house. So you are going to enter. Enter there now. Enter there now. A man of God like Jacob, a man of God, had to enter into a house, house girls, house girl to, to have a child." Leah said, well, if that's the way it goes in this family, I also have a house help. (laughs) They messed the guy up. They messed him up. And times when, when, when Jacob would have retired to Leah's room, Rachel would bang the door. (laughs) Jacob, Jacob, if you don't want problem, come out. Who gave you the permission to go and sleep there? No, no, no. Who gave you the permission? Did you say I'm the one you love? Who gave you the permission? You say, ah, okay, 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 no problem. Come, let's go. He'll say, so there's food. He'll say, I have eaten. He'll say, eat what? Enter the toilet. Remove whatever, quit whatever you've eaten. So you must eat. So he ate double once. <laughs> ate double dinner. Problem upon problem. Warring sisters over him. Warring sisters over him. This guy still didn't know the Lord. You know he told the Lord? He said, when I come back and you are with me. Then I will consider serving you. I was like that. I told the Lord many times, I don't want to be a pastor. Me? Be a pastor. For what? There are lots of things. I said, look, God, I can do other things for you in the kingdom. I will tell my pastor, it's a church where most pastors you know in Nigeria attended. The pastor raised a lot of pastors. He loved me He will finish preaching and wear my shirt. I will tell him, I say, sir, I will go and make money for you. See how this is your car? I will change it for you. None of them believe I will be a pastor. I will tell everybody to their face, me, I will make money. and refurbish church. I don't like the the, the way these pastors are. I don't don't, don't like this. I say, God, you know what? I will do this for you. I will do this. Just let, let me go into business. Make money and do this for you. So Jacob was crossing over, and he heard that Esau, who he took the blessing from, had four thousand soldiers trained waiting for him with his children. Jacob broke down. He sent gift ahead. Esau rejects with, with, with gift. When you have what could produce it, I will kill you. That was what broke Jacob down. Jacob. Went down on his knees. said, Father. See that thing we talk about. That thing you have been talking about. That destiny. Let's talk about it. In Luke 15. Three stories were told in Luke 15. I'm rounding off now. One. A woman had ten coins. Lost one switched on the candle, swept everywhere to look for one out of, nine, out of ten. Still had nine. A man, second story, had hundred sheep. Lost one. Left the 99. Went everywhere until he found the one. And a man had two sons. Lost one and did not look for him. Because the first story of the ten coins, uh, after that story, the Bible says there is joy in heaven after every sinner that repents. After the ownership, the Bible says there's joy in heaven after every sinner. But the story of the prodigal son was a story of the father and his sons. These non-believers, they were sons. Once God puts his finger upon your head, he puts his finger upon your life, he knows you will come back. Whether with a broken leg, (laughs) how did Jacob come back? Broken leg. Whether with a broken hand, where did the father see the prodigal son? The Bible says he saw him a way off. Where was he waiting for him? At the gallery, he knew he was going to come back. Whether the person has been in prison, or whether he's now had two children out of wedlock, or he's been messed up, or so he knows he's going to come back. Let me tell you something. Even Satan will not take you because you now be upon your body the mark of Christ. Destiny is upon you, they will never trust you. If you like, go and join anything. It won't work. Others will do something. They will be able to do it. You will try to enter trouble. Because there's a mark upon you. There is a prophetic destiny child under the sound of my voice. And let me tell you something. You know it like you know the palm of your hand. When you enter trouble and say, Father, if you save me, I I will serve you. Boom! The thing will solve. But as soon as it's solved, you go back. God says you've ran. And you have done that long enough. You're in church. Everybody says you're in church. You are still hanging around God. God says I don't want a love affair. I want a real relationship. I don't want an affair. Today. God has sent me to tell you on the first night. If you can embrace him. And say bye bye to those things. What will come out of you. You will not believe it. It doesn't look like where you are coming from. God wants to give your life joy again. God wants to make you a name and a praise. So God is still not God of Israel, is God of Jacob. He still identifies with him with the limping leg. With with the there's a saying that you always know the sheep that the shepherd broke his leg. Let me tell you the story Pastor Eric. When a a, a shepherd is leading the sheep, there's a sheep that is really a fold. There's a particular sheep that seemed to like the water in that place. Everybody goes, he will, he will hang behind. That's the story behind the lost sheep. Every time they move, he likes the grass there. So he, instead, he, uh, an average ah, it was Doctor Albert that first ever thought this day. Uh, he, he, a, a wise sheep will eat and look up. It will eat and look up. He will eat and look, up, but a sheep that wants to be lost will just be eaten till they'll go. <laughs> so when the shepherd picks him once, picks him twice, he breaks the leg. This is Dr. Mensah-Tabill's message in 1992 or 93, In 90, uh, uh, 2000, 99 or 2000. He breaks that leg. When he breaks that leg, he now has, he is now mandated to carry the sheep so that he doesn't walk because he has a broken leg but while he's carrying the sheep the sheep is used to his smell he hangs around him so when the leg is healed he has learned to hang around him so that's where they got the saying from that the sheep that the the shepherd broke his leg you always know it he's always hanging around the shepherd somebody here I don't know if you've broken your leg relationship has taught you bitterness I don't know if men have misused you and abused you and the things you rested on the people you trusted have messed you up God is calling you today this night of the prophetic destiny prophetic encounter God is calling you that there's a word over your life you must take those words to wage a good warfare you can't live carelessly you can't leave yourself saying care Sarah Sarah sometimes care Do not say (laughs) around. You have to take the and make it to The Lord is your strength. Lift your hands, somebody. Come on, lift your hands, somebody. Say, Father, you are turning me from an insect to iron. I'm leaving this place. Pastor Eric is going to come and lead us in prayer now. You are going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you are turning me from insect to an to an iron. My life is changing. I'm a surprise to my generation. Come on, say, I'm a wonder unto many. In the name